Hello everyone, this is As Time Goes By, and I'm Rich O'Brien, the host of this wonderful podcast. And I have as my guest today, Leisha Peck, who is the Executive Director of Little Leaders Learning and Care Center. Couldn't you throw another L in there? For the <laughs> love had, of Pete. <laughs> I know, I didn't have anything to do with the name, it, it came with it with the job. Well, it's, it's a very big mouthful though. But it is a nice name, mm -hmm. when you think of it, that's what they are, isn't it? Yep. So let's talk first of all, Alicia, about what brought you to that job. What brought me to the job? My sister. <laughs> oh, really? She, uh, my sister is on the board um, currently, and when the old director, Tina Kraft, was put in her resignation, um, she knew I had gone to school for early childhood education. Yeah. So when it was brought to the board that, Tina was putting in her resignation. She got a hold of me and I put in an application and interviewed with the board within a week, probably. And they bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. They took a chance on me. Well, from what I can tell, they're glad they got you. I hope so. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. You've got a lot going there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many names on walls. and I mean, in the good way. Our birthday. <laughs> yep. Our birthday calendar. There's every month has at least one kid. That's on it's, there. It's really something. It really is. So you, you had background studies in child development or child, mm -hmm. what was it? I have my associate's degree in early childhood education. And that was at where? Um, I got that through LCC in Lamar. In Lamar? Mm -hmm. Right here at home almost. Yep. Good. I'd started out on a completely different path before I went to that. They tell me that you grew up here. Mm-hmm. I've been here my whole life. A whole 27 years. You know, sometimes I used to say as a kind of a, a crack, you know, somebody said, I've lived here all my life. And I'd say, oh, oh I hope not <laughs> already. You know, you'd hope that you've got a lot more to go. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly where I was going with that. Well, let's talk about the um, child care. Okay. Uh, and what's going on there and what you have developed since you've come there. Oh, that's a good question. Um, we working on, um, fundraisers right now just cause we are a nonprofit. So we don't get any real funding. So we rely really heavily on donations. Our quality star rating is what it's called. The state comes in and looks at everything, sees how everything's running. And then they give you a star quality. And with that comes more funding. So we're working on our quality three-star level rating right now. So to get that, what do you have to do? There's different, so each level is different. Right now it's more um, the curriculum in the classroom, making sure it's up to par with state standards, that we have enough, the ratio of teachers and kids, the toys in the classroom are teaching them the things they need. And we just have like the books. They want the books that are teaching them about shapes, colors, numbers, diversity, around the world kind of stuff. So the our council comes in and makes sure that we have everything for that. So it's up to standards. And that is, is that state? or So our council is actually, they're called CCLEC. And it's Cheyenne, Kiowa, oh. Elbert, Lincoln County Council. So they come in and it's people from all of the counties that come together that help 
the daycare centers around those counties, make sure that everything's up to par. We have a coach that comes in and helps us. Um, Carol Spady in Haswell is our mm -hmm. coach. So she comes in once a month and checks in and sees if there's anything we need her guidance on. Does she do that then for the others as well? I don't or know if she does it with the other ones. I know she is a coaching. She is a coach with the count with the council. So I don't know if she does the other counties as well. I know there's quite a few. I want to say there's at least ten in the council. I think yeah. I'm not entirely. I'm well, not positive on that, but that's plenty of responsibility, I'd mm -hmm. say. And she's local. She taught me in school, so okay. she knows her stuff. Well. From what I gather, what I can tell, you know your stuff, and you're doing a good job there. And uh, I hope so. I'm trying. You, you have to uh, uh, deal not only with children, obviously, but with the teachers that you have. And mm -hmm. uh, how is that working? It's going really good. The you know the teachers are very ambitious to keep up with their training, and they you know they want to learn more. And if they have advice, they can come to me. And if I happen to not know. What they need, I can find resources for them. You know, I was in a, a class when you when I first saw you, and uh, I have to say that I was personally quite impressed with the fact that you were relating uh, with those of us who were there you know, for the with the church whose building mm -hmm. that is. Is that some kind of a sentence? Is it? Um, I'm very big since it is in the church. I grew up in the Methodist Church for ever but you know the people you, mm -hmm. you, you want and it's in their building i'm one of those that's very i want to make sure it's okay with the church too of what sure. we're doing because it is their building we are in it but it's their building what is the financial resp uh, relationship uh between with the, the church with the church. So right now, from the agreement that I that we just recently redid, um, the Baptist Church actually pays our utilities. So they do the lights, the water. They pay for all of that while we're in the building. And you don't have any other obligation to the church then? To make sure it doesn't burn down. Well, that's a, <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's an obligation. I'm I'm one that I I make sure it's running. You know, everything is okay. If there's something wrong with something, I let the church know. You know, if the hot water, God forbid, happens to go out soon because our pilot light keeps going out. If it's something with the building, I let the church know. I usually let Ken know. Talking to Alicia Peck, who is the executive director of the, all the Elders and Cs, <laughs> the, the daycare... Center. Triple L double C. We're in pretty good shape in this town to have a daycare center like that, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Finally, yeah, it's been a while since we've had an operating one. And it's it's coming to the fore. It looks mm -hmm. like it's in good shape. Yep, we're uh, doing pretty good. Do the the parents have? Do they have any kind of financial obligation to the? Mm -hmm. So every month. Mm -hmm. So every month, um, we have a tuition rate. So each month, depending on how often their kids are there, so they pay a month in advance, kind of like you do with rent. It'll all calculate how many days the kids are there, how much it is per day, depending on their age, and all of that. And then they, the parents have to pay by the 10th of every month. 
What is the age breakdown? So we have our infant room is six weeks to 18 months. The toddler room is 18 months to two and a half years. And then our big room is two and a half years to 12 years old. To 12? Mm-hmm. Do you have any? No. But you could? Mm-hmm. Our oldest one is probably kindergarten age unless one of our teachers, her kids usually come in sometimes during the week. You know what surprises me, and I, I guess I just haven't paid attention, is how young those are that you can have. Mm -hmm. uh, infants? Yep. They have to be six weeks old. Uh-uh. You're serious? Mm-hmm. That's an obligation, isn't it? Responsibility. Yeah. yeah, it's... I wouldn't want to be with a baby that young. Uh, thank you very much. You just spoke... <laughs> It just spoke for me. I, I like the toddlers and the older kids. I like the infants when they're getting older. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's fun to watch them when they come in at six weeks and then watch them grow. Sure. To hit that 18 months and then to get into the toddler room and see how they grow and develop throughout their whole life. We get to see them grow up in front of our eyes. Yeah, that's good. If I'm uh, a parent... Uh, and thinking about uh, doing something like this with a child or more child children mm -hmm. in my home, uh, what's the schedule right now? Where are things? Where do they stand? And does it go on all year, or is there a breakdown? What, what are we talking the about? The schedule is it. We're there year round. Um, each teacher comes up with their own schedule for their room. Um, we do have curriculum that was bought through. KCEDF and our social services, um, they bought a year worth of curriculum for our teachers. And they it comes in every month, and they break it down and teach the kids part of that curriculum every week. So you have a lot to keep up with yourself mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to those breakdowns, don't you? Well, the curriculum is the teacher's responsibility. And the schedules for the kids is the teacher's, but I do the financials the staff scheduling, trainings, that kind of stuff, I'll usually, I'm the one in charge of all of that. Well, the teacher has a schedule, but you still have, there are parameters, aren't they, that they have to abide by? Mm-hmm. So that that's res your responsibility. Yep, I make sure the ones that are full-time stay under 40 hours a week, and then the part-time, you know, stay under 32 and all of that. If they need time off, you know, we help them find subs and... I'm looking for uh, teacher aides and lead teachers and a part-time cook right now to kind of help so and we can get some of those teachers some time all off. All the teachers right now are ladies? Mm-hmm. Do they ever have gentlemen uh, to come and work in daycare? I never have seen one. I Even at the old daycare, I never saw. No. I, I, I don't I think they happens. really. I don't think they really want to. I think they like the school setting more than a daycare setting. Yeah. Just because they're only there from August to May. Oh, that, well, that's true, too. So I think they're <laughs> like, you know, that's enough. That's enough time with kids. I don't want to be around them. And we are, we're a five-day week, not four. So we're there Monday through Friday. How do you... Uh, I'm sure the answer is going to be positive. Why am I asking this question? <laughs> um, I guess what I'm asking is... How goes the, not the financial relationship, mm -hmm. but the the personnel relationship between the teachers 
there and church people that are coming and going and they're part of the building and is that work out pretty well yeah it does i know our um teacher that does the taught the oldest room so the two and a half to 12 um helps out with the church and cleans for them once a week so her and her fiance will go in and help clean the church make sure everything's good to go and even when you know we get some of the church members that come in and i'm always I usually greet them and ask them how they are, and our teachers are the same way with them. They're welcoming to them. It's the church's building, so no one's nasty towards them. I'd probably yell at them for that. Well, it is the church's building, but then you you have occupancy by by demand as mm-hmm. it goes down. So you can you can uh, do what you need to do or want to do in that with that time. In that building, you know, it yeah, it seems to me, yeah, yeah. I I know I've I've been into that building many times, and uh, when I come in that right side door where the sign is for the daycare, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually entering the daycare entrance, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, but it's usually at hours when you're not in business. It seems to me. Usually, because I know Wednesdays. We, I mean, Monday through Friday, we're there from 7 a.m. to 5.30. So is, the op, is the operating hours. I'm there more sometimes. So do you have a challenge that you would uh, throw out to the community uh, about daycare or the opportunities that are there? Or how do you feel about that? I The community has been awesome to the daycare between the donations that we get, people coming in and volunteering. I just encourage them to call me up and see if there's anything they can do. We love the volunteers. Our kids love it when we have volunteers come in. I would say that the the church uh, has, I guess what I would call a, a, a good image for doing this. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks very good on the church for allowing us to use their building. That's, and I appreciate it every day. Well, I don't know where we would put a daycare if the church didn't allow us to be in there. It's an adequate building, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You have upstairs and downstairs. No, right now we're all just on the top level. Are you? Mm-hmm. It had been licensed. I think they had started to license it on the in the basement, but something happened with licensing that it wasn't allowed by the state. So everybody's up on the top level. They hold the strings. Mm-hmm. The state. Yes, they do. They, yeah. yes, they do. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, it isn't likely, but if I ever have any little children come along in my family, uh, I'll be sure to remember <laughs> the daycare. And, uh, you know, because, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. I would say, what is it? The majority of the children are there with uh, working parents, mm-hmm. uh, but there must be others who just like the, the advantage of having that kind of training and teaching. Some of them do. Most of our parents do work in the community. They work at the hospital. They work at Prairie Pines, the clinic, that kind of stuff. But every once in a while, we do have one. They have, we have a couple that use our drop-in days. So it'll be uh, 
I want my kid to go once a week just to get that socialization with the other kids. And so we offer that to them, you know, they can be set schedule Monday through Friday. They can be two days. They can be half days drop-ins if they have someone else watching them and that ends up being sick. That person ends up being sick and they need a drop-in day. As long as we have room, we can take them. But a lot of them use it for the socialization though. So stay at home moms. I can see that there would be a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. uh, for wanting to uh, to have a child in that kind of setting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about the setting now, um, and and if it's only for what one day or what mm-hmm. two days, they can or do. There's any, an advantage to that too. Mm-hmm. Anytime they, you know, the kids staying at home is they're getting that one-on-one with their parents. They're learning from them. But with their development, they need that social interaction with kids to get them ready for school. And that's one of the big things that they want in preschool. So when they hit kindergarten. Yep, they're usually ready to go. If they start in daycare and it's they get that social interaction from a young age, they're able to work with other kids their age, they're able to work in groups, they can follow you know, minimal instructions. It just gives them that structure. Kids crave structure, and it gets them ready for school. I'm thinking, too, about children, and, and maybe this is just, I mean, you know, I'm just thinking about children who, let's say, uh, from the beginning of their lives, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of interaction, are shy, or whatever term you put with that. Mm-hmm. This helps them. Mm -hmm. as well yep we can determine you know if they are that more laid back kind of relaxed kids that are just want to play by themselves we can give them that interaction so with other kids so they can get used to it and by bringing them to the daycare we can find if there's a learning disability if there's any type of delay in their learning we're going to see it first and then we can help the parent find resources for them so then do you have a regular uh, opportunity to sit down with the parents or do the teachers, I'm saying? Usually, yeah. So we actually do parent-teacher conferences just like the school does um, twice a year. And we're looking at doing it more depending on the teachers. They, they, If they want to do it more, they'll let me know and I can set it up. But we try to do it at least twice a year just to keep the parents in the loop of what's going on. Well, the best to you and to uh, Little Leaders Learning and Care Center. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a mouthful for sure. (laughs) Leisha Peck, the Executive Director, thank you for being with me today. Thank you for having me. For our podcast, As Time Goes By. I'm Rich O'Brien. Join us again.